0: It's 8 a.m. in a Middle America office building. You've started out your day with your essential cup of coffee and made the round saying hi to your coworkers. You sit down at your desk and open up your calendar to see a day full of meetings and project updates, as well as some desk time carved out to work on things that have been piling up on your to-do list. Amongst those things on your to-do list is one report that you've been absolutely dreading and a project that you just really don't want to tackle and a few other items, mostly administrative and fairly easy to complete, like your time cards, sending a few emails, easy things like that. So how do you prioritize your time? Do you start the day off with your hardest task and tackle that awful report? Or do you check each of those easy administrative tasks off one by one, slowly gaining the confidence to start the report that has been hanging over your head?
1: Time management, like our relationship with money and budgeting, is something that we all have to deal with. So we might as well try to be good at it. And just like budgeting, you need to find the method that works best for you. In this episode, we talk about two different types of time management, one with a frog and one with a snowball. This is Wallet Watch, brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and Oakland University Credit Union. I'm your host, Morris. I'm Devante. And I'm Catherine. So our first method is to eat the frog. Okay. I swear this is a thing, but if you haven't heard of it yet, Mark Twain once said, eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. He's got a good point. However, that's not how I personally rule, but it is how Devonte does.
2: So, before I explain the meaning of this quote and how it applies to me, let me go on record and say, Don't eat frogs of any kind. Frog legs, frog head, frog abdomen, none of those things. (laughs) Sure. So the frog method is all about getting the hardest part of your day out of the way. My thought process is if I can accomplish it, then surely the rest of my day will be great. I'll give you an example. One of the hardest things for me to do every day is to go to the gym. I have such a disdain for the gym and I just don't understand why I need it to be healthy. (laughs) I should just be able to eat and be in perfect health. That required me eating good things though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I drag myself out of the bed most mornings and get to the gym. Once I'm done with my workout, I feel like I can conquer the world. So I know that getting my way through a workout at 5 a.m. will help to ensure that I have a productive day and I'm going to accomplish anything. So that's why I eat the frog first thing in the morning. <laughs> Delicious.
1: <laughs> in theory, this totally makes sense and it's kind of encouraging even. But for some of us, the thought of going to bed and remembering this terrible thing that you have to face first thing in the morning, well, it's not ideal to say the least. So, I go by the snowball effect. This is my personal preferred method. I am a sensitive lady, prone to discouragement, and each small task that I tackle gives me the confidence I need to even think about the bigger, scarier tasks. If I know that first thing in the morning I have to eat a frog, I'm just not getting out of bed. And though this avoidance is certainly not ideal, it's okay. It's just important that you know yourself and know how you operate best. Sometimes I even write make to-do list at the top of my to-do list just so I have the satisfaction of crossing something off the list immediately.
2: That's cheating. (laughs) But it makes me feel better and it's what works
1: for me because for me it's just about recognizing accomplishments.
0: And starting, that's an accomplishment worth celebrating. I'm
2: just jealous you came up with
0: it. So... I will throw in that I think I'm kind of a combination of the two of you depending on how I wake up in the morning. I might feel like the most motivated person ever and I can accomplish, you know, conquer the world or whatever it is. But some days I do need to make a list and I need to start with the easiest thing and just cross them off until I get to those bigger, scarier items that I feel confident to
2: tackle.
1: Yeah, and it's just do whatever works yeah. for you. So if that's different every day, then just, you know, make it out. It. Yeah, A little bit. Exactly.
2: So I know that, like, eating a frog for me is off of, out of convenience because I am a much better person in the morning than I am Mm. in the afternoon. That's another important thing, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I'm like, okay, go ahead and get those big things out of the way because, you know, you'll do them to the best of your ability and all of those things. So keep those smaller tasks for, you know, when you're... Like a dead battery or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes and that,
1: sense. Yeah, that makes sense for me too, because I definitely work best at night. So it makes sense for me to
0: like work up to those tasks when,
1: huh, I'm glad that you brought that up. I didn't realize that.
0: That's cool. First, don't overhaul your life all at once. You're likely to get discouraged and quit altogether one good habit at a time. If you're a frog eater, pick the hardest habit first. Once you've mastered that, you're good to go for the rest. If you're a snowballer, pick the easiest one first and enjoy the snowball. Especially if you're a snowballer, break big tasks into smaller ones. So number two is accountability. The easiest way is to establish a routine with a friend. So you can check in on each other, make sure you're on task and things like that. If you don't have an accountability partner, you might keep a journal, a calendar, or set up a reward system for yourself. Whatever works for you. So number three is identify your roadblocks. These are things that might be potential distractions, and also try to keep track of your mental
2: health. So number four is set yourself up for success. It has multiple parts to it, but doing this makes good habits easy. It could be as easy as keeping your running shoes next to the front door. Or you could be like me and like every time I come in my house I put my keys on a hook so that way I know where they're at because I lost my keys. Way too many times and been running late somewhere, so. I have
1: one of those (laughs) keychain trackers so I can call my keys from my phone. But again, it's like, I know myself. (laughs) I need this little device. Otherwise, I will lose my mind. So, yeah. I need
2: one of those.
1: Yeah, they're
0: great.
2: You know, we kind of touched on this earlier when we're talking about when is your most productive time of the day. Mars said that her most productive time is at night. And mine is in the morning So let's say I got up in the morning And I decided I wanted to watch Charmed For several hours (laughs) It would make no sense For me to charm my way Out of the best part of the day when I'm most productive. So ground yourself, set out your clothes the night before, make your commute enjoyable with a podcast or a playlist. That's my favorite. If you drive by me while I'm in my car, then I'm having a full concert. (laughs) (laughs) And then have at least one thing to look forward to, even if it's going home at the end of the day.
1: And then lastly, evaluate and revise. Remind yourself of your goals. It's so easy to get lost in the daily grind and do not get stuck in this all or nothing mentality. Done is better than perfect. Figure out how you're motivated. For me, if it has to do with another person, no problem. It's done immediately. That's when accountability partners are super great. But if it's a personal goal that doesn't really affect anyone else, that might be another story. With those, I try to find ways that either reward myself externally or I try to make it into a game. Like a lot of people, I respond really well to gamification. I know this little digital badge is just a blob of pixels on a screen, but the satisfaction I get from unlocking that little blob of pixels, incredible. That's why Fitbit works real well for me. And then there are apps like the app Productive, which has a great visual representation of all your habits and provides really great data on how to track them. Then there's apps like Forest, which has you grow little trees the more you don't use your phone, which is terrifying when you look at the stats of how much you use your phone sometimes. And there's even the Carrot apps, which I use where a playfully deprecating AI construct is mean to you until your tasks have been completed. It's whatever works for you. If it doesn't work for you, try another. We also have a few honorable mentions. Learn to say no. If it takes less than two minutes,
0: just do it already.
2: And finally, take the roast out of the oven. the Watch is written and hosted by Mars Woodbury, Katherine Hearth, and me, Devante Montgomery.
0: We are recorded and produced by Mars Woodbury, and our executive producers are Whitney Anderson Harrell and Lauren Klarczyk. Wallet Watch is
1: brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. You can find more episodes of this show at our credit union website, financial40.org, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode.